Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anybody can do anything and set their mind to. If you, like, really want to do it, it depends on how bad you want it, and I wanted to do it. And I felt like, you know, at this stage of my life, I, I don't feel like there's too much that I can't do. I don't mean to sound cocky, enough, but if I like really, really want to do it, I don't give up. I wanted to make it, and I was going to make it regardless of what anybody said. There was certainly like a, a rebellious, like youthful rage kind of in me. And there was also, you know, the, the fact of the, uh, the no getting away from fact that I am white, you know, and this is predominantly black music, you know, and people telling me you don't belong, like you're not gonna succeed because you're this color, then you wanna show those people that, you know, that you, that you can and you will. I love music so much, man. This is my passion. passion. Rap is just, you know, it's, it's, it's everything to me. I feel like, um, you know, I, I really believe in freedom of speech. I can't even stress that enough. I feel like, especially, uh, artistic expression you know I believe an artist should be an artist and be able to say whatever he wants to say whether whether you think it's good or bad you know this is my world this is you know what I'm saying like this is what I do I was reserved and I was shy and I was scared to like like had it in me but you know wasn't quite sure how to bring it out yet in a in a I don't know in a positive way I guess and, and show people like I really felt like I wanted to, I wanted people to hear me so bad and I wanted to do my dick, but it was like, you know, them jitters and them, I'm scared, I'm not scared. You know, that, that, that whole struggle and everything, especially early on for me, you know, which I, I love being on stage and stuff like that. Once I got a mic, I was cool, but it was that prompted me to, to do it and get up there and not be scared to grab that and just, and just rock. Well, I came up through the hip-hop scene, the local hip-hop scene in Detroit. You know, everything back then was just about battling. I mean, if you wanted to make a name for yourself, the battle scene was also, it was, it was so huge. I mean, there was battles every couple months where, you know, anybody who was anybody who was trying to make a name for themselves would come out. I would have written lines, I would have punch lines, you know, that I'd be prepared to, to say at any time, and I would kind of figure out kind of on the spot, like what punchlines I would pick and choose for this person that was in my face, but also be able to mix freestyle in with it. That would be the basic formula I would follow, is have my punchlines ready to go, you know, but also be able to, to say something spontaneous too. I grabbed a mic, like though, like in front of actual people that mattered, you know what I'm saying? Like at a, at a club, I got booed. I remember that, it was very, traumatic for me and I had actually I think I had, at that point like the eight mile thing was kind of that's right, what right, I was right, yes, taking from or whatever and I think I went home like man I'm, I'm, I quit right and then you know maybe a couple days later a week later just, I got the urge like no nah, man I gotta I gotta get up gotta do it again I think one of my greatest inspirations or, or, or things that I would feed off of basically was just 
obviously people not believing in the, you know, the cloud of doubt that kind of, I felt hung over my head and wanted to just prove everybody wrong. I finally found something that, yeah, this kid over here, you know, he may have uh, more chicks, like he may have better clothes or whatever, but he can't do this like me. You know what I mean? He can't write what I'm writing right now. And it started to feel like, you know, maybe Marshall's getting a little respect. My dream was, my dream was for like, to, to be able to one day, like hear rappers that I looked up to on the radio and be like, yo, what if Jay-Z, whoever, what if they heard of me? What if they thought I was dope? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was where my mentality always was, was, was with it. A character that I've created on this record, and it, it, I don't think it's, it's no different than, at least I don't feel like it's any different than a character in a movie, you know, like, or South Park, what they do in South Park, a family guy. Like, I don't feel like it's any, not much different than that. At the end of the day, I'm an artist, and this is my art. You know what I mean? Like, it's, as fucked up as it may seem, or people may think it is, or as ridiculous as these thoughts may, may be, I think that, you know, I'm an artist, and it's kind of like almost just making a painting. And if the painting is up, it's up. But this is how I was feeling. I don't think that my goal has changed in the sense of, um, you know, from from just from from this. It, I rap from the same aspect of when I did when I was a kid. Like I just wanted to get the respect. I just wanted to get a reaction out of people. I just wanted to be heard and I wanted people to respect what I do and respect the fact that I respect the craft, you know what I mean, of, of them seeing. So I really just kind of, it's kind of, it's pretty much the same thing today. I just got evicted from my house, had to break in through the, <laughs> through the back of the house. The dude that we was paying rent to, he wasn't paying the rent with it. So one day we, this is literally the, the day before. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Before I go to the Rap Olympics that, that I, and thank God for Wendy Day, man, because she played for my plane ticket. But <laughs> that day, we're like, what the, I come home from work, me and my boy, and we're like, what the f all our shit is on the lawn? So I had to break into the house through the back window, which was my old window, broke in, slept on the floor, got up the next day, went to the Rap Olympics, and, and by the first prize was $500. I needed that $500, man, and I lost and I was like, I was devastated. And then this kid, Dean Geislinger, walks up to me and he's like, he's like, yo, man, you got one of those CDs? And I was like, yeah. And I kind of just tossed it to him, right? And didn't think nothing of it. I didn't know that Dean worked with Jimmy Ivy. So he gave it to Jimmy. Jimmy gave it to Dre. And I'm back in Detroit now. And I get the call and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, this is about to happen. I would change schools two, three times a year, and that was that. That was probably the roughest part. There was 
a lot of instances. Beat up in bathroom, beat up in the hallways, shoved in the lockers, you know, just for, you know, for the most part, man, you know, just being the new kid. Every time there's a new issue or something that comes up that needs to be addressed, that's how I explain it through my music and express myself through my music. I'm certainly blessed to be in the position that I'm in, but, um, you know, and, and to, to have a career as long as I've had. Um, but there's something about those days that was, was special, you know, it was that, that, that time period, just being young and, and uh, just not knowing what exactly was going to happen and kind of the, the, the thrill of the chase, it was, it, it almost made it fun, you know. A week home, I started taking Viking in again and still trying to like, I think at that point in time, I still felt like I was kind of like, I can juggle this, I can do this, I can take it, you know, today and maybe tomorrow I won't. When I was doing the Eight Mile movie and I kind of, that's when I kind of first got introduced to Ambient and the schedule that, that I was, uh, that we were on, we were working like 16 hour days mm -hmm. and we had this little like six hour window to go home and go to sleep and it was an hour drive from the set and an hour drive back. So what's that mean? I have four hours to get some sleep. So I got introduced to Ambient on, on the set of 8 Mile and I got into the habit of taking it every single night. By the time the movie was wrapped, went on tour. Now I need it every night after a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it got to where I became dependent on the sleep medications. And then there was like a, it's a real blurry line like if I actually had a problem with alcohol or I didn't. And I think that if I never had drugs, to, like if I never had pills to fall back on, I would have had a full-blown... You know, I'd have been a full-blown alcoholic when I ended up in rehab. I had to like, while I was in there, I really had to like reassess, go back and like just evaluate and just reassess things and, and slow down. Kind of, you know, the Detroit mentality to, to, uh, we're kind of the underdog. I feel like we, we've always been the underdog and that's kind of how you know, I've, I've always taken that, kept that with me. You know what I'm saying? That, that uh, I want to say, fighting spirit that Detroit has. You know, um, because Detroit, you know, is so resilient. You know, like, like, like I feel like our, like, like people there, we, we have this, you know, kind of Detroit versus everybody mentality because I feel like people, the, the way that people look at us, they always count us out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I know that that attitude is displayed a lot in my music, but I think that that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Is just from, you know, just feeling like being, like we're being counted out. Don't be afraid to try whatever, even if it the, the idea in the beginning is stupid. Yeah. You know, because a lot of ideas in beginning stages, not mine, of course, mine are just in insane from the moment I think of them. Of course. But sometimes ideas, you know, they're not always the greatest. Yeah. No, I mean, you know. Don't be afraid to fail, basically, to get somewhere else, to get on the journey. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you say one thing that's going to spark another thing to lead to a better thought. Yeah. I always write, you know, and I probably always will. I don't know at what point, you know, whatever point I decide, like, I'm... Um, gonna put the mic down or whatever happens with that I do feel like I, I always want something to do with the music mm. so whether it's producing or whatever you know ends up happening 
think that I just want something to do with it, you know. Music is always going to be in my head, so. Like, I'm not going to front. Like, sometimes it gets hard to try to balance them out, but I'm a father before I'm a rapper. So, you know, my daughter comes first no matter what, and if there's important things going on in her life that I need to be there for, then I'll drop what I'm doing. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.